Hello everybody, uh, this is Brandon and Nick. Uh, we just wanted to jump on and do a little podcast as we are launching in the house churches this Sunday, February 26th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, just, just to kind of prepare ourselves, um, just to kind of give like a pastoral um, posture as we take this step the first step of this journey that we've been on for two years as a church into this new way of gathering. Yeah. Um, we're excited. Yeah, I think that uh, we recognize that while we feel really excited and good about this transition, it's been like much time in the making, uh, we also just feel like the very necessary reality just to continue to like pastor or shepherd this moment. Um, because we know not everybody as, is as excited or uh, feels the same way that we do. And we know that many of you do, but we do want to just continue to like, pour our hearts and our minds uh, out toward you um, as you journey with us in this direction, following Jesus is a part of his church in this way. And so that's what, that's what today's really about. It's about a pastoral word uh, for the community of River and Way as we continue to launch into house churches together. So that's what we have. What do we want to talk about then? What's the word, Nick? So uh, there's lots of words, and I'm a man of many of them usually, not few. It's a weakness of mine, not a strength. But the, the thing that continues to come to mind um, is this idea of the ancient nature of house church. Um, for many of us, uh, this is a new concept, a new idea, a new model of practicing being the church. Uh, but this is not new to the Christian story whatsoever. Um, this was like the early church gathered in house churches. In the book of Acts, when it's talking about the church, we're talking about you know, a few dozen people in a house together that know each other and work together and live together and all those different sorts of things. And so, so for us, as we lean in toward this direction, it just felt, uh, felt important to realize that while this is new to us, this is actually an ancient Christian tradition, an ancient Christian practice and an ancient way of following Jesus together in a community. As you were talking, uh, there's this uh, Andy Crouch's new book. Mm. Um, he kind of gives this picture of these small committed communities and does a really good job at, like, imagine this booming city of Corinth. And on this Sunday morning, like a normal day in that city, you had in this household that would most likely have an open courtyard. And we think often, like, our businesses are not in our homes. We have our business over here. We have our house over here. That's not how it worked in the ancient world. You, your house was your place of business. So somebody, somebody opened their home and you had, and how Andy Crash just, just beautifully describes it. You have one person who's been working as a slave all week. You have another person who owns this business over here, a merchant over here, like he actually names them. And they all randomly show up to this house for a meal. Um, and even Paul, like, in his letter to the Corinthians where he's kind of talking about right practices of worship. It's like, just if an unbeliever walks in that moment in that passage, that's because that could actually happen. Like it's a home. People could walk in, people can come in. Um, but just that picture of everyday people from all walks of life, from all uh, 
standings, economical standings are coming together to center around communion, the bread and cup. They're centered around the apostles' teaching to learn, centered around community. Um, and so this has always been this practice mm. of the church to be known, um, to be local, to be committed to one another. Um, and so that's one of the beautiful things I think that I'm looking forward to in house church is just that same 20 people with kids involved week in and week out getting to dive into the lives of these people um them getting to speak into my life as well just being known mm. place of belonging so yeah it's a it's an important aspect um that feels like the right moment at least in my life and in the christian story just to like reclaim some of the inheritance yeah. um, that is a part of the christian story that maybe hasn't been our felt or lived experience before. And so, so with that, like the, the, even as you talk, Brandon, like we have to remember that following Jesus is like very beautiful and full of love and full of challenge and full of growth to maturity. It's also very, very ordinary. And so like sometimes our church experiences uh, if they're isolated to a Sunday morning or isolated to a Wednesday evening, we kind of like, put our best foot forward and what ends up happening is we actually like don't really vulnerably share who we authentically are Um, and that's a part of the vision that we see is like why house church is necessary is like it sometimes as you gather with small groups of people in homes it like breaks down the barriers that exist um, in larger groups that, that we gather in on Sunday mornings. And so, so that's one of the elements is it feels much more like ordinary. And, and that's actually one of the things that I think like the River and Way community will experience this Sunday as we move into house churches is it's like, it's, it's very ordinary. It's very like meal and drink and prayer before we eat. And like, and kids are making noise, and they're also making messes because yeah. that's what kids do. Like, there's a very ordinary aspect to it, very ordinary. which for some will feel like this isn't church. Hmm. Um, and I think that that's a, like, that's a teaching moment. That's a like barrier. That's a way of thinking that we actually intentionally want to disrupt a little bit because discipleship to Jesus is like is holistic. It's not a thing that we do at a separate time. It's not a thing we put our best clothes on for even. Like discipleship to Jesus is included in every aspect of our lives. Um, One of the examples that I give most often about why I think house church or living in small community um, and following Jesus in small community is important is like I actually need other people that know me to see how I parent my children when I'm frustrated. Like I need them to be a part of that. I need them to see that. And so that, that little picture for me is always just like, oh, that's, those are the areas, those hidden areas, those things I do when I'm frustrated or whatever. Those are the things that need to be revealed within a communal context. Um, and something that like with Brandon's picture of the gathering of the church of old, like something that would not have been avoided 2000 years ago because these people all lived in small villages together and they all worked together and they all bought and traded at the same markets and like every area of their life overlapped 
Um, and here in the West, particularly in the American West, where everything is tucked behind a six foot fence from your neighbors, like we just don't get much of that ordinary life together anymore. And this feels like a significant moment to break into ordinary life. And when I say that, I also mean like holistic discipleship within a community, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I just, uh, to turn it to us as we're all stepping into house churches, yeah. uh, just to when you step into that space, like already prepare your heart and almost this le- like this holy ordinary lens. Yeah. Um, as you are serving your kids' food from the potluck, as you are just sitting in normal conversations, as somebody opens the scriptures and and reads them out loud, like there's a beauty in the holy ordinary, and yeah. just yeah, that encouragement to embrace that Mm. um enjoy that uh there's something beautifully about the simplicity Mm. of it so and i if there was anything else i would add um i would just say like as we launch into community just remember like it it takes a community to make a community um a leader does not make a community um, a group of people committed to making community together is what makes a community and and the vision for house church and in healthy communities that follow the way of jesus together has always been that like the community everyone in it is responsible for the community this is not like the job of a person or a specific volunteer or anything like that. Like the community, everyone in their community has something to bring. Like you were alluding to earlier, like 1 Corinthians talks about that really clearly. Yeah. Um, that we all have a gift, uh, multiple often that live inside of us, that are meant to be put to work specifically in the body of Christ. And so uh, this is that. This is an open door for people to lean in to bringing their gifts, their talents, their skills, whether that's like making homemade sourdough bread or praying and prophesying over someone or a word of encouragement or leaning in and helping a parent care for a child, like whatever that is, like we all have those things. Again, some of them very ordinary, Um, but this is really like an invitation to lean in toward commitment with your community as you like learn the unique way and the new way for us ancient for the christian story but new way for us to follow jesus in this sort of way yeah um the the acts 2 passage too was thinking of just that first word acts 242 says they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship um and to the breaking of bread and to prayer and just that first list, it's just, it is beautifully ordinary. Yeah. Um, but the word, like, they devoted themselves to each one of those. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, like, it's, it's, it's a committed community that will actually make and form a community. And committed to those things, like the apostles' teaching, that's one of the things we're going to be doing this Sunday, is reading the scriptures. Um, like we said, this past Sunday, we're reading from the lectionary. And so, just like one encouragement to you, for those of you who do have a gift of teaching like that understanding like spend some time in that passage this week what what does god have for this little gathering what is god teaching you um devoted to fellowship like this is a sunday of um and really starting to get to know people yeah um really really seeing that as an integral part of what it means to be church is to be known and it's to know others and that takes initiative um and it takes us 
like wanting and desiring that. Um, and we're going to break bread. We're going to take communion. We're going to feast together with a meal that everybody participates in. Um, and then the, the vulnerable piece is just the prayer piece. Um, like our encouragement, I think, is to is to step into vulnerability. Maybe even the first step of that is just prayer. So I need prayer here. Um, and allow the community to gather around you. And it's simply prayer, like prayer is a petition, and coming before um, the Father and asking um, for those prayers to be answered. Mm. That's good. I think that even as you were talking, Brendan, one of the expectations that it's appropriate for us to carry, um, like me personally, I am excited. Um, but in my excitement, I tend to jump to the vision that I think this ought to be a few years from now. Um, hoping that that manifests on Sunday evening, uh, which is not a fair expectation. And so I think it's appropriate also just to carry uh, the awareness and the maturity to say like, man, I think the, the vision of house church could be beautiful, um, but often it is uncomfortable and difficult before it becomes beautiful. And so even this Sunday, as you go in, just, just like, understand that building this new sort of like chosen family, um, chosen family of God that you're gonna commit to and press into, like that becoming family is gonna take time. The only reason you are family with your family is because you've been with them over years and shared memories and meals and stories and hurts and heartaches and like all the other normal aspects of life. And this sort of like lived in community really forms and shapes that same sort of yeah. way. It, it takes time to develop and root. And like if you think of a tree, like it, trees don't root quickly. They take a long time to set deep roots. And so I think um, like leaning in with open hands and a heart toward commitment of what this community of people who follow Jesus together could become is a good vision. Uh, but one of the things that Diedrich Bonhoeffer in his book Life Together says, like the, the thing that will destroy community the quickest is people's unrealistic ideals of Christian community. Like if I come and say yes to this thing, it's going to make everything easier and better. And it's actually the opposite. This is going to be an invitation to vulnerability and an, of, an invitation to towards spaces that like most of us are not terribly comfortable and an invitation to commitment to one another and accountability and being in a room where it's like, I, I am gonna be asked specific questions or what can I specifically pray for you for? Yeah. And, I, and I have to answer those things as a part of this community. I'm living into discipleship to Jesus with other people. And so that, again, is ancient, but for us it is new. And yeah. so with that lens, uh, would you just like even spend time preparing your heart and your mind with like open-handed expectation while in your heart like deep resolve that like Christ's desire is for his people to live well in community with one another as a part of our faithful following of him. Yeah. So here we go. Lord bless you and keep <laughs> you. May his faith shine upon you yeah. and be gracious to you. So this Sunday we will be in homes, um, and then we will be all together at our all gathering on March 5th um, at Westside Church, most likely at 5 o'clock. Um, we're still dialing in the time. Just make sure um, you look at Instagram or are signed up for our email list so you can get that info. Um, well, God bless. We love you guys. Be welcome.